0: (laughs) Mm. welcome to this bonus track i guess so bonus material Mm. dvd extras what would you like to talk about today finn (laughs) (laughs) right so the other day we watched three from hell and that's just what we're going to talk about in this little episode Mm. do you want to tell them or shall i (laughs) (laughs) We really didn't like it. (laughs) No. Okay, so this got, this was released just a few months ago. This had like a a limited theatrical release in the States. Something like a weekend, like three nights. Something like that. I think it was like singular night showings over here, I think. Oh, really? I didn't even know it was
1: over here at all. I think someone said it got like one showing somewhere, but even that could be wrong, and I hope so,
0: because then less people saw it. (laughs) (laughs) So, Three From Hell is Rob Zombie's... New film. It's the third one in this trilogy now. Which Let's hope it stays that started way. Started with House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and now this. Mm. Mm. It stars Sherry Moon Zombie. Just just everyone that's in any zombie film is in. <laughs> Bill Mosley, Jeff Dan, Daniel Phillips, uh, Richard Brake, Pancho Mola, D. Wallace, Danny Trejo, Emilio Rivera. Uh, Mariano, Big Dog Mendoza and Sid Haig <laughs> so the plot of this use that word as loosely, as, as, you loosely as you can so if you remember at the end of Devil's Rejects uh, there's that big ending where they are all gunned down in a blaze of glory all to the whole like seven and a half minutes of free bird yep. they're dead, that's it, they're done uh-huh. but they're not yeah, the start of this film. They actually it turns out that they survived. was it? Twenty bullets a piece. I think they said. I believe they say yeah. It was twenty, but they had twenty, 20 bullets each, which mm. is just not possible. That they'd all anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all three of them survived being shot twenty times in that. Uh, that, not even a standoff, what do you call it? Uh, just that scene, anyway. Mm. So now this is, obviously the, those two two films were set in the sort of the 70s. Now we're in the 80s. It kind of flash forwards like mm. 10, 10 years, years doesn't yeah. it? And they are all in prison. They're mm. all incarcerated in some way or another. Um, and then we have Captain Spaulding. And we'll get onto his scene in a minute. Mm. who was then uh, executed yep. by state. Uh, 83 years old as well. Yes. They they execute an 83-year-old man who's been shot 20 times. (laughs) Uh, Bill Moseley's character, uh, Otis, he escapes from prison after killing Danny Trejo. Yep. And then he meets up with his half-brother, whose name I don't remember, which is played by Richard Brake. Mm. They then go bust Baby, aka Sherry Moon, out of prison, and then they are out of prison. They do the whole... Manson in a motel scene thing again, mm-hmm. and then they go to Mexico. Very easily, super easy, Better than inconvenience. Yes, because <laughs> you remember you know, it. Literally, Richard breaks character. Let's go to Mexico because mm. they're char- tired of being chased by the police. So let's go to Mexico, and it just cuts to they're in Mexico. Mm. If you think how much trouble they had trying to get across the state line, and yeah. Re- apparently no problems whatsoever, the three most wanted people in America easily get to Mexico. They're just there. Maybe they
1: sort of. were actually hiding in the shower with uh, Juliette Lewis in the back of Harvey Keitel's big uh, Winnebago. <laughs> yes,
0: maybe. So they get to Mexico, and then it turns into a really bad Robert Rodriguez film. Mm. And they, it's a local cartel leader. Yeah. Who is the son or the brother? He was the brother. Right, no, it was the, he was the son. The son of possibly, Danny possibly Trejo's even grandson. Character who is killed by Otis when he escapes, finds out that they are in town and goes after them in this kind of showdown of Mexican-type business.
1: Suits and luchador masks.
0: Yes. Cool look, but mm. yes. And I think his was
1: possibly the only performance in the film
0: I didn't think totally sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's pretty much the film in a nutshell. Mm. Uh Right. Sid Haig is dead. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Captain Spaulding is probably the most popular thing in these films. Yeah. And throughout the entire uh, promotion lead up to this, there was, you know, the the poster of the three of them, and it looked like Captain Spaulding was going to be in this film, Mm. and he was supposed to be. However, it was rewritten... Mm. when Zombie got a call saying like Sid Haig is ill like ill ill mm. really fucking sick and I think a lot of people actually knew that Sid Haig was ill but nobody knew he was that sick Yeah, because he was quite um, he put something well he didn't put he, his wife put something on Instagram that I think because she, she runs the social media accounts So mm. I think he had sort of dictated to her uh, basically saying he was sick of people saying that he looked so gaunt and so ill, and he was fine, and but he wasn't. He was dead within a month yeah. or two. So the whole thing was rewritten. It was Captain Spaulding now being out of it, and this is why Richard Brake's character was brought oh, in. Yeah, and also Rob Zombie claims that Lionsgate wouldn't release it unless Sid Haig was in it, which I'm not entirely sure I believe. So we have Sid Hay in it for about what two and a half minutes. I think so. Yeah. I mean There's, one there's scene. a
1: couple of little, very brief, like flashback scenes when they're walking around, just talking. Like when they first get to Mexico, there's a little glimpse of him. Um, I think it's just a shot from one of the previous films. They've just refiltered and stuffed in there. To be honest. But...
0: Yeah, I think yeah. Is he, he? was stuffed previously filmed from the other films, or possibly using a uh, like a a lookalike or a mm. body double for kind of quick um, news footage yeah, stuff like that. Uh, so we see him in this scene he's in and it's not particularly pleasant to watch because no. he looks like he's about to drop dead and die, mm. which in reality he was. And um, it's just not really nice have to see. have to see that. Mm, I always thought it was tasteless to carry on making the
1: movie. Like. The, well, mm. yeah, the thing is... I mean, I understand, like, say you're two-thirds of the way through a film shoot. Like, say, like, the whole Brandon Lee thing with The Crow, you know? They're yeah, just, They've yeah. made, like, 80%, 90% of the film. Something happens, and obviously you've invested so much into it, that, yeah, you've got to finish it off. Yeah. But, like, when you know the guy's ill going in, maybe make a different fucking film.
0: Yeah, or just write his character out altogether. Yeah. He was executed, and that's it. You don't have to... I'm not going to, like, sit here and say that Rob Zombie's a piece of shit for making him do it, because I really think that Sid Haig wanted to do it oh yeah because he was very you, you know almost, almost stubborn in his sort of defiance mm. of his own mortality and so I don't really have an issue of him being in it I just didn't really want to see it. it's just sad to see yeah, um, yeah he's very frail looking very frail sounding mm. and that's it for that like two and a half minutes and then that's Captain Spalding gone so if you're going to go watch this expecting more Captain Spalding don't because he's not even really there no nah no and yeah but um, also Rob Zombie's been going around saying that this is Sid Hague's last ever film it's not so shut the fuck up he's still filmed two other things that haven't been released yet mm. so there we go now the other issue with this <laughs> the other like there's only two mm, yeah <laughs> uh, Sherry Moon is back of course mm. I mean she's always been bad Mm. We've talked about this before. And if you want to hear what we have to say on everything Rob Zombie has directed, you can go back and listen to, like, what was it, episode four? I think so. The Rob yeah, we get a Rob Zombie episode. Zombie
1: episode very early on.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, she's never been good. She can't act. But in this, it's like they've turned all that up to 11. She's insufferable. It's She's like she's like her own
1: character doing a cracked up version of that character doing an impression of what she thinks Harley Quinn should be like
0: yeah Um, it's so fucking annoying everything like even in the the beginning of the film where obviously the characters are reintroduced and, and all this there's this special moment for her mm. where it all it's all slow motion and her strutting out of jail oh, the, with the two the music guards behind playing, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, look at my wife, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, come on. like for fuck's sake, really? Yeah. Like she's just fucking awful in it. And the whole her acting super crazy and like she starts meowing like a cat, which is so insane that the parole officer can't even be in the same room and he runs away looking scared like <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake, I meow like a cat sometimes I'm drunk. What does it matter? Meow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's just, just cast somebody else. Yeah. Anybody else. If you, if you were running a business and you hired your wife to do the accounts, despite the fact that she had no experience mm. in accounting and only got a C in GCSE n- maths. Numerically illiterate. Yes. Like- and she was lo- like completely fucking it all up. You'd have mm. to say, listen, you're not fired, honey, but let's find you something else to do. Yeah. You wouldn't promote her. No. You wouldn't make her employee of the month, would you? No. Which is pretty much what he's doing. There's a l- Yeah, there seems to be a very heavy, heavy
1: focus on her in this one. Yeah. And, I, yeah, hands down, she was the worst thing in it.
0: Yeah, so, like, she is insufferable. mm the character I relate with the most, actually the only character I relate with in this entire film, is Dee Wallace, the prison guard. Mm. The one who gets the busted nose. Yeah. And she just hates baby Firefly. She tries to mm. have her killed, beaten up. And there's that bit where she slams the door on her face while she's like mid-rant. You're yeah. like, yes! Thank you. That's, thank you. <laughs> Can we fill that cell up with water now? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, obviously one guy I actually feel sorry for in terms of the actual movie itself was Richard Brake, a little bit. I don't think he was particularly good in it, because I no. don't think he was given anything particular to work with. And I also think he's then... Uh, he's knowing he's coming in with the impossible task of taking over the character that 90% of the viewers would be there to watch.
0: Yeah. Richard Brake does read some of his lines in this film like he's reading cue cards. Mm. But like we know Richard Brake can act. Yeah, absolutely. seen it. And that just comes down to... Zombie cannot direct actors because mm. one, he thinks his wife can act, mm. and two, people like Bill Mosley and Richard Brake showing a scene together. It's fucking awful. Yeah. It's like student film level bad.
1: That one scene when they first meet up, when they both just stood around holding their guns, drinking beer outside yeah, yeah, the. Dark. the scene th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like the delivery how many, how the many times does Phil Mosley have to say "motherfucker"? Like even yeah. Samuel L. Jackson is like, "Dude, put a lid on it, man." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, all, motherfucker, what are we doing, motherfucker? We're we yeah. going anywhere, motherfucker. He has like the odd good, good
1: one-liner. Mm. Um, I think there was one that he Moseley. says something that's almost similar to a line from Con Air or I know it's a sort of line in Blade, too. He says something on the way, yeah we were like a hillbilly cunt hair away from that or something. Yeah. And that did make me giggle, but that's because I was remembering the
0: other dude saying it in Blade. When he... I can't remember what he actually says, but just before he shoots uh, Clint Howard's... You know, the clown that shows up. Yeah. He, he says something, some, like, one-liner thing. I remember we did actually was, both chuckle at yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, generally it's bad. The Actually, going back to the Sid actually, hate... Actually, I
1: was going to say very quickly, the whole clown thing, he makes the comment, I fucking hate clowns. Hmm. What the hell? You've been hanging around with one for the last 30 fucking years then? Yeah, your your dad is one. <laughs> yeah. is it, no,
0: Is he the dad or just part of the... I don't know, whatever he
1: is. I don't know, but yeah, that line made no sense to me. I think that's kind I of forgot I forgot about that. That's I, sw- I, sw- I, sw- I scoffed at that quite loudly. Was like, <laughs> you hate clowns.
0: Um, Captain I, Spalding's a clown! <laughs> 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 Fuck, yeah, it is really bad like Mm. even going back to the Sid Hague that that scene he's in the set he's on Mm. what is that? is that just like it looks like a like 80s porno set yeah just like everything's really dark and it's just like the odd kind of prop wall I can almost imagine that being him
1: being sat on the set for this movie and then quickly going, could you just quickly do a couple of lines you ain't looking so good (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, as they're still building it get them in the bag yeah it's it's pretty bad. There's um in the, when they go to Mexico. There's the character, um, Poncho Mola plays the, the wee man who for some reason needed an eye patch. Yeah, I think he's got an eye patch in Thirty One as well. Maybe he doesn't have an does he, eye. Yes,
1: you have the one in real Because again, I haven't seen Thirty One, and I know. I know. I remember
0: in, wait, I'm after look that up again. I seem to remember in Thirty One he had an eye patch, but I could be wrong. Maybe he hasn't got an eye. Um, mm, maybe in which case, sorry, little Bob. Yeah, and he. His character seems to be the only one that sides with them for reasons just because he got stoned with one of them. Yeah, and he um, you gets you get
1: stoned with Baby at one point. Yeah,
0: and then decides that he's going to help them. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's also it's also really boring. Mm. I think it was ten minutes in, you were just like, this is shit. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it was so boring that when the, the three of us sat there watching it, and there were bits in the film where, it, honestly, it felt like an awkward silence at a dinner table. Yeah. It was just like, someone say something. Mm. Some, somebody somebody fart, something. But
1: normally, during a bad movie, I can sit there and make stupid jokes to make the thing tolerable. I'm sure you can do as well. Yeah. Know, it's the first time we've tried watching a film together and
0: fuck, did we need a better one? Yeah, it was just boring. Boring, mm. fucking
1: boring. It, uh, yeah, I think they, they've lost a lot of... Like, cause I, was, I was chatting to... Abby, and I think I've mentioned to you as well, that the thing that I like about the first two, I mean, I think I personally think they've gone down slightly in quality with each one. Mm. Although I think Devil's Rejects had some better scenes, I think House of a Thousand Corpses is a better movie overall. Yeah. Um, But like, they've lost any feeling of menace or horror. Like I said, the first one I feel.
0: Sorry, Karen. I
1: was just going to say that the first one to me, I think I said in the original episode, for me, this is Zombie's love letter to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, the second one felt a bit more almost natural-born killers-y to me. Mm. And in this one, it was like they were trying to do that again to the point where they even had the, the coked-up molesting guard guy who they just randomly throw that one fucking line in with the woman guard when he asks for the uniform to be brought in, which is the, the actor's Jeff Daniel Phillips, guy with the big, thick rim glass yeah. and the dodgy tash. And it's like, he, yeah, when they're trying to bust... Baby out. He asks for the, the prison uniform. The guard, this like sort of you know, large black woman brings it into yeah. him. He's like, yeah, out oh, you go. He's like, oh, what, you don't even remember my name? He's like, no, sorry, I'm busy. He's like, oh, you seem to remember my name when you had your hand down my pants last week. Maybe you want me to tell your wife about that. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Oh, yeah. And it goes nowhere. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's like just throwing
0: dialogue in for the fucking sake of it
1: he was probably my second least favourite character in the movie that guy's made me feel ill just looking at him
0: yeah he's pretty fucking
1: annoying Mm, yeah sorry
0: you were about to say something as well I've Um, forgotten okay (laughs) Um. Um, oh yeah so doesn't seem to be there's no like horror in this film no it's not a horror film no why the fuck are we talking about it (laughs) Um, because it's (laughs) zombie. yeah basically yeah there's nothing there's I mean there's violence but not over the top Really? No. Um, not like something in 31 where it's quite over the top.
1: Mm. Um, I had to wait fucking nearly 40 minutes for it to shoot someone with that bow and arrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's no, there's no scary clown. There's no haunted house. There's no sort of supernatural element to it. Like, they're kind of forced with that doctor... What's that? Uh, doctor... In the first, in House of Thousand Corpses, the freak with a mask. Oh, the remember. really old dude, yeah. Um, I can't, remember, can't remember his name either. But um, yeah, there's none of that. And actually, the title kind of suggests three from hell is that they have died and come back, which, which
1: is really what I was hoping
0: for before yeah, I saw the trailer. Well, they're not. It's not three from hell. It's three didn't go to hell. Yeah, <laughs> it's just three. Yeah. Basically, they didn't go to hell. They didn't die. So um, maybe
1: apart from Poncho as well. Whatever was it? Poncho, the character with the eye patch. Poncho Mola, yeah. Yeah. Um, only likeable character in the whole film. And barely at that. There's not. There's no one to... I would to... say
0: D. Wallace is the, the the guard. That's just because you like to tell him baby to shut up. Yeah. Well, I'll give you that. That's, yeah, that's pretty much why <laughs> she tries to have a kill. Then she just looks at her like she fucking hates her guts. Mm. Like, she is the audience.
1: Mm. Basically. Yeah. Dee Wallace <laughs> is the audience in
0: that
1: film. Yeah. but I, mean, I felt other than that, it's just, there's just no one to root for in it. You don't buy no, those. but this, this
0: was my problem with Devil's Rejects, which I know a lot of people really like, but personally mm. I don't, I kind of get why people like it, I think, but the fact that the, the villains are portrayed as the good people and you are, it, he's trying to get you to root for them, he does that with this film as well, but there's no, there's no one for like us to root for, there's no Sheriff mm. Wydell. Yeah, like there is in The Devil Rejects, where I mean, personally, I was rooting for him. I was like, yes, kill them. Hmm. Um,
1: there's none of that. Let's see how to write a character that you can love that's meant to be evil. Like, watch Dexter. Yeah. He, like, in, within the first five minutes, you see, like, oh my God, he's got this guy chained down, he's about to kill him, blah, 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 blah. and then you see him go out, he's actually doing a job, he's doing people when you've learned, he's like, got this thing where he's trying to keep relationships with people, mm. trying to manage his darkness. Like, That's how you write a fucking relatable psycho. like... Apart from the final season which seems to be a thing with TV shows but
0: (coughs) So yeah Three from Hell Um, Also no spoilers well there's nothing to fucking spoil to be honest with you this isn't the end of Avengers (laughs) It leaves it open for more Yeah unfortunately Unfortunately Yeah and I can't I mean, maybe he will. I know he's got some projects he's working on at the moment. But another one of these, I'm, I don't know. I mean, like I said, they had a very limited theatrical release. It isn't going to make any fucking money. It costs three million. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> for that?
1: <laughs> to be fair, man, like, that, obviously that's a fairly low budget for a movie, but it fucking shows when you watch it.
0: Yeah, it is
1: poor. Um, I'm trying to think there's any scenes I did actually enjoy in it. Um I maybe the bit where Richard Brake comes and gets Bill Mosley from like the the prison bit and then you've got the whole bit with Danny Trejo and I think I just like that because look look we're trying to make it so that Danny Trejo the scariest man in the world is being told to shut up and fuck off and then killed by somebody you're like okay um, uh, I, know, I did there was a Mm, I almost liked that scene <laughs> that's because I was like yeah, hey, Richard Brake and then I was like oh Richard what have they done
0: when he starts talking about tits yeah that's just stupid like I just I just fucking and there's a woman alright there's two people oh, pointing in the woods, there's two people yeah. pointing a gun at Richard Brake a man and a woman and he starts talking about tits this is Richard Brake's character in order to distract them from killing him and the man's like what boobs what because men are all that dumb. And the woman then goes, No! Just shut up! Shoot him, Bill! Shoot him! Mm. To her husband. She's holding a gun. Yeah. She's holding a gun and telling someone else to shoot him, but he can't because he's too distracted by the very thought of tits. Which his wife has. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets his head blown off. Nah. <laughs> it's just like, come on. And they do that whole... The, one of the things I heard about... Devil's Rejects, that whole Manson family thing—they do that again mm. in a. Is it a motel? I can't fucking remember. But oh, a very it? similar scene, isn't it? Oh, what? When it got like the, Held up.
1: That's um, they do it in. Blah, blah, blah. Was it the fucking the prison guy? They do it in his house. Yes,
0: that's it. The kind of home invasion angle, which yeah, just totally it. doesn't work nah. at all. I actually um, yesterday I was reading a review for the Devil's Rejects, from back when it came out, like mm. thirteen years ago. That long, yeah. And someone called they called Rob Zombie a Manson apologist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Um, which I can understand. Yeah, to be honest, people would say things like that. I know that there are. He has his fans and all that shit, but Mm. yeah, there's issues there. There is issues. I think he's obviously he's taking it because he knows
1: it's like. Know, there's been a lot of talk again about like gun laws and whatnot in the states and everyone's talking about oh what mm. if someone invades my home and I go oh wait people are worried about home invasions let's do it in the house this time he just
0: thinks it's edgy
1: yeah it's, uh, he was there for pure shock value and it yeah. didn't shock
0: no it's just fucking boring mm. and <laughs> we've seen it all before yeah and also the uh, I think it's the 13 or 14 years mm. since The Devil's Rejects. it was just too long yeah I, yeah and For you know to leave it that long and then come out with this on like a budget that small, it no Um, yeah it's kind of it's like Starship Troopers two straight to DVD yeah kind of level bad Um, which is a shame. Did you have any hopes for it?
1: I hoped I'd enjoy it in the same schlocky way I like the first two because I don't think by any means the first two are brilliant films yeah I but I do think they're enjoyable. I was, the first one especially, like I said, I did really, I enjoyed it, but I knew it, you know when you watch a B movie and you go and go, I want to enjoy this because it's shit.
0: Yeah, I thought it'd be like the same, I mean, I didn't have high hopes for it, but I was kind of expecting sort of the same level as like Devil's Rejects. Yeah. It is not. No, it's not It's actually, I'd say, the worst thing he's done.
1: Mm, And that includes Halloween 2, people. (laughs) They even had the scene where it went a little bit Halloween 2 as well. They did. Um, yeah, there's a bit where a baby oh, starts, yeah. um, she's in the cell, she starts looking through the wall and she starts hallucinating that there's a big fucking cat jumping around. Yeah. Or someone, it's a furry who looks like, they dress like a cat, but uh, and it's just out of nowhere again, yeah. it goes it, nowhere. It goes,
0: yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, what the fuck was that It was
1: never referenced
0: again for the no. whole film. It was just like, look how crazy she is. Mm. She's hallucinating this thing yeah uh, I, oh yeah I'd, I'd wipe that from my brain. yeah, that is odd. Mm. It's just fucking weird and yet still boring. <laughs> <laughs> I was another thing I was going to
1: bring up that really made me laugh right at the very end. Um, where obviously two of them, baby and the brother have been tied up. And um, Bill Mosley comes out and he walks out in slow motion with a gun. He's got 10 guns pointed at him. If they want him dead, he's fucking dead. <laughs> um, and you've got the big, gigantic luchador guy who's like, mm. right, let's see how much of a man you really are. Just you and me. And these two machetes. He's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, you want to kill him? Beat him to death? You're three times his fucking size. <laughs> Jesus. And then, yeah, he, was it, he takes a beating and loads of cuts for like two full minutes and then hits the guy once and the guy's like, oh, no, I'm fucked now. Yeah um it's a really really badly choreographed fight <laughs> and it, it's totally unbelievable it made no fucking sense and then all of a sudden was it yeah they he managed he managed to get the other two up and then all of a they magically got their guns back and they're just shooting everybody yeah it was
0: fucking horseshit. as like i say it's the worst robert rodriguez film <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fucking oh mad. mate. <sighs> <sighs> yeah <laughs> it was it was a stinker
1: so don't watch that. I've not been that unimpressed by a film in a while. And,
0: like, normally I can find a redeeming quality in
1: something. Like If it wasn't
0: the fact that we said we were going to do this and there was three of us watching it together, if I was on I would have shut it off. Yeah. Like it was that
1: fucking... Genuinely almost suggested it about halfway through. Yeah. Mm. And it's...
0: Yeah, it's all... It's consistently bad. <laughs> it's, the... <laughs> it's from the beginning all the way to the end to mm. the last fucking frame
1: it's bad well maybe that's it's redeeming quality it never raises your expectations past (laughs) the opening
0: credits (laughs) (laughs) so yeah give that one a miss Uh, that's kind of it really Uh. for this on uh, oh it's Devil's Night it is Devil's Night yes I I would watch The Crow but I've seen it a million times Uh, I think
1: we're actually going to watch a movie that we referenced back a few episodes about me tonight we're actually going to watch Elita Battle Angel (laughs) What the fuck is that? It's like a CGI slash live action manga thing. Well I think it's, a, it's live action used with lots of CGI robots thrown in. It just looks like it's going to be ridiculous. It's a Marvel than, film. No, <laughs> even more ridiculous than that and um, I'm going to need you to get all the way off my back. <laughs> uh, um,
0: yeah, so that's it. We might do more of these. Yeah, let us know. if you
1: think there's more films you want an actual review of?
0: Yeah, as opposed to us talking about like (laughs) 10. Yeah. Um, Doing that. Yeah, let's say if something comes out that we've talked about, I know, a new Mm. new film from a director we've talked about, something like that. A uh, a cultural moment in horror. Yeah. Which unfortunately this was really. Yeah. It, It was quite anticipated. And people, although since it's come out, haven't heard many people talking about it. I uh, two people tell me they thought it was good and I've blocked them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really mm. like, Who said this was
1: good? God. Oh, a friend of mine, but she's not well. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I'm going to be starting my new horror game hopefully later tonight as well. So uh, It's called Man of Medan. It's part of a new anthology of horror games done by the people that did Until Dawn.
0: Okay. Um, so, I
1: might be chatting about that at some point as well. Oh, I?
0: Ash wants to know how far you are into alien isolation because she wants it back.
1: Oh, does she now? <laughs>
0: by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, I've still got like
1: the last little run to do on it. Maybe I'll try and finish that off tonight as well. Then. Okay, cool. Uh, how many things can I finish off in
0: one night? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, if I get this out by tomorrow, happy Halloween. If not, I hope you had a good one. <laughs> and listen to the Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. See